Welcome to 12 o'clock hour, lunch with listeners. It's also a Zeke's Pizza and Beer Friday. We appreciate Zeke's Pizza for bringing in, again, another pie and some more beer for us. Uh, we've been enjoying the Spanish Steps, Italian sausage, roasted red pepper, gorgonzola, fresh basil. We've been uh, sipping on the Laurelwood Free Range Red. I want to know why it's free range. Uh, the beer is allowed, maybe you're not aware of this, but a lot of beer is kept in cages. This beer is allowed to roam free as it matures in the various places where it grows. You know, I, when I go to the grocery store, I look for eggs that say I the, the chickens were in cages. You want caged eggs? I want caged eggs. I want my chickens controlled. I want my uh, I want my chickens caged. I want my meat caged. I want caged <laughs> well, meat animal. We want your meat caged around here too. Don't, uh, so, don't, hey, what was the name of the pizza again? The uh, Spanish Steps: Italian sausage, roasted red pepper, gorgonzola, fresh basil. Can I tell you, it would have been funnier if you just said Zeke's. Uh, this is my favorite one that they've this sent one? over. I like all the stuff they've sent over. The good. Spanish Steps is by far, not I should say by far, it's my favorite of the ones they've sent. Good. Really good stuff. And the uh, it goes nicely with the Laurel Wood Free Range uh, Red, the 5.9%. Uh, uh, Northwest Twist on a classic amber ale with hop aroma. And a strong malt backbone. Do you did you get the strong malt I did. backbone? I actually I, I did. I actually know what that means, and I get it. Yeah, I just got it right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've enjoyed that. Thank you so much to Zeke's Pizza every single Thursday. Uh, Zeke's yep. Pizza bringing in uh, beer and uh, pizza for us. If you'd like, uh, I would uh, download if you haven't already the Zeke's Pizza app, and right there from your telephone, you can order your pizza. It'll be there fast, uh, right to your doorstep at your home or your business, and they are now delivering beer wine and cider to you $15 minimum if you don't even want a pie and just say I'm on a on an alcohol diet and I just want beer <laughs> cider or wine $15 minimum Zeke's Pizza will deliver it right to you don't even have to go to the store uh, so download that Zeke's Pizza app right now the Laurelwood uh, uh, Free Range Red tastes like a beer I should be enjoying around a campfire, so yes. I just went and started a small fire in the trash can in the program director's office because he's not here today, and I'm like, well, this is exactly what I wanted, like a little fire while I'm drinking this red. Uh, I think everyone's seen the photo by now or the video by now, real or fake. Did you see the video of the uh, the gentleman, actually, we saw this during the show, sitting at um, the stadium yesterday in Russia, and he's, yeah, yeah. And he's smoking yeah. a cigarette, and he lit a cigarette with his wallet, yeah. and a big flame came out, and he, mm-hmm. you think, was real? I couldn't uh, tell if it was real or fake. Jackson's uh, saying no. I'm saying there, there's, it's not a real wallet. It's it's real, whatever he opened, it was fire, but that's not a real wallet. Was it a real flame, though? Yeah. The thing was like a campfire. Yeah, it's yeah. a real wallet. It's just not a real wallet. It's just Can not- you smoke in the stadium? Ah, that's a better question. It's, it's Russia. I, it's bet Russia you can, yeah. I bet you can smoke and drink vodka. You just can't have a whole lot of original thoughts. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's the only thing they're going to kind of be I, uh, down on. I was watching Van Pelt last night on, on SportsCenter, mm-hmm. and they showed it again, and they were, they were talking about it. And did you know that on, on ESPN, they can only show, I think it's 20 seconds of video from the World Cup because Fox won't give them any of the coverage, so they choose every night uh-huh. what to show. And they just showed that. Here's our 20 seconds we're allowed to show. So Ronaldo scored and Luis Suarez scored, yeah. but they decided to do that one yeah. instead. Well, let's make sure we don't. Seconds. Let's not show that. Let's not grow the game in uh-huh. the U.S. It's uh, well. Hold well, on. Well, is it ESPN's fault or is it Fox's fault? It's ESPN. Or not? It's 
No, it's Fox's if they won't give them the video at Fox's fault. So so wait, so ESPN could only get that. ESPN couldn't say, "Hey, we want the Suarez, we want the Ronaldo." No, and I don't even think it's twenty seconds, Jackson. They literally have ten seconds of video they can show. Yeah, they should give them ten seconds. They should give them more. And so their their point is is like, okay, you're really going to give us ten seconds, then blank you. We're not going to show anything. The the, any any sport that any sport that's still involved in that kind of a dumb thing, and I don't know if that's a FIFA thing, if it's a Fox thing, whatever. Here's the worst part of the World Cup for me. Because Fox doesn't have a night show. Right. You have to, no. They have no place to go. You have to wait till the next day for the two idiots screaming at each other to see anything. Yeah. The worst part of the World Cup for me, by far, and I'm very personally biased because I know the guy and I've known him for a long time, but the idea that Casey Keller is not doing some commentary on this somewhere because he works for ESPN and they don't have the right... He that show they did that late night show they did from South America was one of my all time oh. favorite shows. I'd watch it every night and it, it fit into the time zone here better. But yeah. he's just you know Casey, ask him a question. He's got an opinion sure. about everything, and he's just really good. And and it, it you know the fact that I mean I get it. He's got a contract with ESPN, but it's a it's a shame that they don't have every time I, I watch a Fox Studio show. I'm like, well, this is boring well, compared like, to what I, I saw four this, years ago. I, I haven't watched their post game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pre. I like the pregame show. Uh, yeah. Is it Rob Stone and then and then Alexi Lawless and I don't know the two other guys. I prefer when the Kate uh, Ab- Abado when she hosts rather mm-hmm. than Rob Stone, but that's mm-hmm. just my personal preference. Yeah. I like the pregame. I watch that in the morning. I like that one. I, 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 I haven't watched yeah. the recap show of it. Yet. Fo- Fox's coverage on everything is always just so iffy. Well, it is. We I'm talked agreed. about this with the USG. We talked about with the, yeah. with the Open mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's yeah. We just give it to ESPN I mean, or CBS or NBC Sports. The one thing I've always liked on Fox better than on other networks is they've done it, I think, I'm, and there's people that don't think so. I think NASCAR they've done a good job right, with. But it'll be interesting to see how the NASCAR coverage changes when Dale Jr., who is without question the most popular driver, I think maybe in the sports history, uh, joins NBC's crew here in a week. Gotcha. It'll be interesting to see if that gives them the shot in the arm ratings-wise that that sport kind of desperately needs. Right uh, now. The uh, the topics today as you're joining us here in your lunch hour, we thank you very much. Brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. Great sandwich shop here in Seattle. Three great locations, uh, Queen Anne, Ballard, and Capitol Hill. Uh, you've got uh, Gary Bettman on Seattle Expansion. Says nothing is new to report. The vetting process continues. Hope remains to begin play in 2020, uh, but it was going to depend on whether or not Key Arena is ready. They got that thing that's going up with the apartment buildings. Hopefully they get that resolved so we can get that thing underway because mm-hmm. they're supposed to begin construction in October, right after the basketball, the the, the uh-huh. Kings and Warriors preseason game. Is that when it's supposed to start? That's when they're going to the get the AIS after. done. The day after that is when they're going to start. Yeah, the day after. Yep. My wiki will be up there with a screwdriver, unscrewing yes. stuff and a hammer and, and yep. breaking windows. Of course he is. That's what he does. Uh, NBA draft uh, mm-hmm. is tonight. You can still vote on our daily poll question. Today's the NBA draft. Who would be the Sonics all-time number one overall pick? Gary Payton's running away with it, 78%, followed by Sean Kemp at 16%, Fred Brown and Spencer Haywood uh, each there at 3%, and uh, Michael Porter Jr., uh, is another player that is signed with Puma. Puma signing everybody. Uh, Aiton, Bagley, uh, Porter, and Rudy Gay. They just signed uh, Rudy Gay. I'm sorry, was that Seattle High School legend Michael Seattle Porter? Seattle High School legend <laughs> Michael Porter uh, Jr. Gas, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? Yeah, besides uh, the beer. You know, uh, the beer, obviously, and then uh, one of my one of my former places of employment. You know, I've bounced around doing a lot of work for yeah. a lot of different people, and I've got the shirt on today. The the USA, the Special Olympics USA Games are coming to Seattle. I can't believe it. it's like 10 days now. July 1st is the opening ceremony. 
It's at Husky Stadium. It's going to be huge. 4,000 athletes and coaches from around the country are coming to Seattle to compete in 14 different sports. It'll be on ESPN, so we won't be able to complain about Fox's coverage. It'll all be on ESPN and ABC. I think the uh, opening ceremony is on ABC. They've got some great talent coming for that. So what's on my mind is just kind of giving them a, a, a big shout-out. I did a lot of work for them over the last year. I had to leave them to come you know, join you. <laughs> so I could contribute to the greater cultural good so of the what society. What you're saying is, uh, you know, I came here and I, I turned my back on the kids. I turned my back on the kids oh, to be a part of man. you and, and, and argue about people drinking beer at baseball games. I this don't is, like that. This is how it came. But no, uh, I, I loved my time there and I loved the people that are but, working there. And Beth Knox, who ran Seafair for years and who did the Seahawks parade in 2000, she's running it. It's going to be great. So what's on my mind is I'm going to put on, on my Twitter machine here at Gasman206 a link to opening ceremony tickets. It's at Husky Stadium on Sunday, July 1st. Great entertainment. All the athletes walking in, it's it's an Olympiad. I mean, this is every four years, so it'll be fun, I think, for you, if you haven't heard of this, to be a part of the welcoming committee, which is essentially what you're doing by buying a ticket to welcome these athletes here. It's going to be a great event. It's over five days. Again, 14 uh, sports, a bunch of different venues around the, the city. Uh, keep your ears up and your eyes open for this because there'll be a lot more coming out here as it gets close, and it's going to be a really cool event for this city, and I would argue, Puck, it's the it you could argue it's the biggest sporting event kind of like this that we've ever hosted. I mean, it's Goodwill Games, it's NCAA Final Four. Some of those have higher profiles, but we've never had an event where four thousand athletes came to this city to compete. The Goodwill Games was twenty three hundred. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be huge, and that's what's on. When my are mind. the dates again? July first to July sixth, I think. The opening ceremony is July first. There'll be some competition that day. Then there'll be competition throughout the week. There's a huge July fourth party. For all the athletes and the coaches, everybody who comes here, you know, the, the goal when, when I was in there was, uh, it's a modest goal. We just want them when they leave to think, well, this was the greatest one of these Good. ever. And I think they'll pull it off and I hope people And are tickets are free, them. right? No, for the open, oh. tickets for the events, yeah. For the events are You're free. You're going to be able to go out and watch yeah, it. Yeah. For the opening ceremony, there is a charge because, I mean, okay. it's the stadium and it's, sure. it's, there's, you know, there, there's a little bit of freight there to cover, but there's different levels of it and you can get in and see some cool stuff. So well, that's, that's a, that's a great event to give anybody and everybody, you know, the opportunity to compete at this type of level. Yeah, and that's I, what's awesome. I about. just tweeted out a link so you can go to at gasman two oh six and and don't yell at me for a minute. Just I've click just on that. liked it. Well, you 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 liking it is a lot of like times is the difference between a tweet going somewhere and a tweet <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> that's true. No, it's just true. Stop it. Huh? All right, uh, all right. Coming up next, yes, Jackson. Do you have the breaking news sounder there on your on your board right there? Oh, no. Wow. Well, we're gonna have to bring. Oh, it up. I know, but I know what's going on because I'm following. This is uh, bad news. Very bad news. I don't. Let me let me flip over. Hold on. It's not bad news for those of us rooting no. for Croatia. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, damn right. Yeah. So uh, Croatia scored right in the 56 minute. Yes. And they lead Argentina one to nothing. What happened though? Because I'm seeing people. Did did Messi do something wrong? No, it was the goalkeeper for Argentina. Maybe made the worst mistake I've ever seen in soccer. He just he threw. He tried to throw a ball out to the right wing, and he didn't throw the ball far enough. And the Croatian forward the guy stole it. He, yeah. he, he not even stole it. He just caught it out of midair because the keeper for Argentina can't throw a ball further than ten feet. It was mm-hmm. embarrassing and the one of the worst mistakes you'll ever see. Oh, I'm seeing it. No, oh, he didn't he throw, throw it. He just kicked it. He oh, kicked he it. Throw it. He, he can't, he can't it. kick it more it right than now. ten feet. Unbelievable. Well, uh, that was wow. good. Yeah, so, that's pretty good play. Will he be killed? Yes or no? 
Uh, not in Argentina. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, we go kill him in another country where they, <laughs> they can't pin it on the Argentina football association. I mean, is, this, is he going to touch his hotel room tonight and there's going to be that substance on it and it he could. gets in his hand? It could. Look at those happy Croatians. You've never seen so many happy Argentina Croatians. Argentina loses this, they might be out. That'd be amazing. High chance that, that they would be out if they lose I'm gonna this I'm going to go blame Pedro and his wife down the hall uh-huh. who hey. convinced me to take Argentina. There you go. Their fault. It's because the manual... This is why. When they put out they're their manual, out there, for, they're all getting laid in Russia because their manual said in their to their to their delegates, here's how you here's how you sleep with Russian women. Ow! Is it supposed to burn that much? Ow! Maybe, maybe they shouldn't have maybe they should have taken that part taken that part out of the manual. Alright, coming up next, Terry Blunt stops by for his weekly visit uh, to promote his show coming up on Saturdays. Smoke and sports with Terry Blunt. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Welcome back to a Zeke's Pizza Beer and Pizza Thursday. Puck and Gas with the Carter Volkswagen Studio. Now time to check in with our weekly guest. Our guy Terry Blunt joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Terry, of course, has a show on Saturdays. 11 to 1 right here on 950 KJR. Also sat in yesterday... For Ian Furness, fill it in for him as he was a little under the weather, and he joins us right now. How are you doing, Terry? I'm good, guys, especially when you play Rubber Band Man. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, there's a history to that for me. When I was at the University of Houston at the basketball games with the great Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Young, all that era, they would always play Rubber Band Man to get the crowd fired up whenever they if they got behind or they needed a rally. And that song is embedded in my brain for all time. It, it, it brings back some strong memories for you. There you go. <laughs> that's a, you know what? That's such a. It's in all sports. There are teams like that. Such a great team that it's easy to say should have won a national championship. Uh, many people think Guy oh, Lewis was to blame for that, but it, it, a lot of talent on I, that team to not win one. I, uh, I went many years without forgiving the great Guy V over that incident, but. Mm. Uh, but in the end, he was one of the greatest coaches ever, a super guy, did yeah. a lot for the university, and glad he finally made it into the Hall of Fame, very deserving. But at the time when that happened and they lost that game to North Carolina State, uh, if I could have pushed him off a building, I probably would have. <laughs> well, it's, gee, Terry, I mean, my God, it's, man. It's good that you were rational about <laughs> it, at least. Get over it. <laughs> Puckett's trying to I'm feed people it. to alligators. You're pushing people out of buildings. We don't need multiple killers here on this radio station, Derek. <laughs> Did you cross now paths? I'm watching, now I'm just watching Argentina's shame. <laughs> oh, we need. Here. I need Argentina to score quickly here. I do not like this. What is going on? I don't need one of my teams oh. eliminated already and one of the favorites, oh for God's sake. Oh, my sakes. gosh. They better wake up here. Did you when so, you were at uh, Houston? Did you cross paths with with Nance and, and couples? Were you guys like in the same dorm room? Of course, of course, yeah. we were all there, basically, kind of at the same time. Jim huh. Nance was, Jim Nance was so good. Uh, we were in the communication department at the same time, but Jim Nance was so good compared to me. Jim Nance was already doing weekend uh, sportscast at the CBS affiliate when he was nineteen years old. And he was a sophomore at the University of Houston. That's that's how good Jim Nance was. That's how his path to fame had already started. 
And, of course, the great golf teams there. Nance started on the golf teams. He wasn't good enough to stay on it. Fred Couples, and those were the great golf years for the University of Houston under Tom Williams. And, and uh, yeah, that was a tremendous uh, time there and, and great golf. I mean, just unbelievable. Is it as simple as there's so much competition within the state of Texas as to why Houston has never had any kind of a great, sustained football run? You know, you would think in that city and with that facilities, they've got money, they've got some good alums, all that. And and they've had a flash in the pan here and there, but but is it because you know you Texas Texas A and M there's just too much to compete with? It's because the the hateful and dreaded and the, the scourge of my life, University of Texas, mm-hmm. has always fought against the University of Houston. And be, so when Houston was in the Southwest Conference, Houston competed equally with all those tools, all those schools, because they could get all the recruits in Houston. And Texas couldn't stand it anymore. So when they formed the Big 12, they made sure to keep Texas out and let Baylor in. At the time, Ann Richards was the governor. She was a Baylor alum. That was a factor in it. But they left Houston out. So when Houston got left out of the Big 12, that was kind of their demise. That's when things started to go downhill because they couldn't recruit those players anymore. They were playing in a lesser league, and kids wanted to play in the Big 12, and they lost them. And it happened again last year. When it looked like Houston would be the team and they would expand, you know, to actually be the Big 12 again instead of just 10 teams, they were going to they were going to expand. Everyone expected Houston would definitely be one of the two teams they expanded, but Texas shot it down. The University of Texas shot it down because the University of Texas wants to be able to get all those great recruits in Houston. And if they knew if Houston got back in the Big 12, they would lose a lot of them. So the University of Texas shot them down. I hate the University of Texas. I've always hated the University of Texas, and I always will. They are dirty, they're mean, and I don't like them. There yeah, he is, there. Terry. Terry Blunt. Again, you can catch Terry's show, Blunt Sports Talk, every Saturday, 11 to 1 o'clock on Saturdays right here on 950 KJR. I'm sure you discussed this yesterday. I'm not sure how much you'll pick this up on Saturday on the show. Phil Mickelson had his uh, of the storylines this week, the top stories. Mickelson offered his apology yesterday, uh, saying that he screwed up. What was your take on that, on the situation at Shinnecock Hills in the, in the third round of the U.S. Open? The funny thing about it was, ironically for, for me on Saturday, is we had Todd Millis on the show talking about the U.S. Open as that happened, oh, wow. right as that incident happened, and Curtis is saying, did you guys just see that? And I kind of missed it, and then I asked Todd if he saw it. He said, yeah. He said, I I just thought that was some kind of fluke thing that didn't really happen. That really just happened. So we were all just kind of stunned. And then, you know, it's just it was a laughable thing and all that. We talked about how, look, who, who of us have ever played golf on a Lynx course somewhere haven't done that to keep from shooting another shot off the green. But this is the U.S. Open mm. and one of the greatest players of all time. It was just bizarre. And I think what happened yesterday is, you know, look, his speed's got a million big money sponsors. I'm sure they said, hey, you're going to have to say something here. This has gotten too ugly. I'm sure his PR people told him he had to do it. And so he comes out and does his mea culpa. But yeah, it was, uh, it was just one of the craziest things I've ever seen in any major event of any sport. It was just really bizarre. The reaction to it too was, you know, not quite universal, but it's like, you know, everybody seemed so outraged about it. And there's, you know, there's others that go, look, so what? You know, there's yeah. times when, and again, you know, we talk about like soccer's quirks. One of golf's quirks is, you know, you can't even think about violating a rule without everybody treating you like you're, you know, Satan, as opposed to just go, well, whatever. Right. So you had a bad moment on the course, but people really, 
you know, reacted strongly about this, which doesn't surprise me, Terry. I mean, I, I know, I know how the game's played, and I know how you know, some people treat that thing. But this, you know, to me, this wasn't that big a deal. I didn't feel like it ruined the tournament or ruined my day watching it at all. Oh, of course not. But it's just part of golf. I mean, some guys like Rory McIlroy said, I laugh, no big deal, who cares? And then Steve Elkins said it's the worst thing he's ever seen happen in golf. (laughs) I mean, you're right. It ran the spectrum. But the problem is in golf, you have, you know, it's all about you police yourself. You know, the the rules of golf, you're supposed to be a gentleman and police yourself and all that. So there were people who were upset about it. I think there were people who looked at it, and and I get this, like, a guy shooting a three-point shot when the, in the final two seconds of a game where they're winning by 20 points, or you know, a guy not running out a ball to first base and going to the dugout halfway down the line. You know, that that kind of thing is how I think some people saw it in terms of sportsmanship. It certainly got way overblown, and uh, but <laughs> and I really think, and I'm almost certain of this, the reason it happened, and I know Mickelson's excuse afterward is. That's his thumbing his nose at the USGA sure. for once again setting up a course where it was impossible to put on the greens on Saturday. And he's just saying, you know what? You guys deserve this. I'm not even going to go try to shoot this shot again. So he would, it would have been better, actually, if he would have just admitted that that day. If he would have gone in after the thing and said, you know what? I did that because I'm mad at the USGA and this is what they deserve. Well, that would have yeah, been good. Yeah. I mean, John Daly did the same thing. And then just, you know, yeah. walked off the course back in the day. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, I'm not getting up in arms about it, but I mean, I mean, I, I felt he should have been disqualified for it. I mean, I love the train wreck nature of it, but yeah. I mean, he clearly, and their rule and they, what of their rule that they should have enforced, uh, he should have been out because his intent was to stop the ball. And yeah, well, they say, I mean, and we talked about this yesterday. Uh, uh, Shockey and I talked about this yesterday. There's just, just the rule. If you do that, it's a two shot penalty. So he got the two shot penalty. So that's you know that's well, that's the, the way that, that's no, the but that's the way they inter- they 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 picked and choose how they wanted to interpret it. Of course, uh, but the of rule is the the rule that they should have enforced, which would have made him disqualified, was what was his intent? Was his intent to stop the ball? His intent was to stop the ball. The rule that they enforced was he was he wasn't he wasn't hitting the ball. He wasn't hitting the ball in, in trying to in trying to change its direction. Well, that's exactly. So it's like he didn't stop the ball, is what the what the way they interpret it. Well, so. yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, you had to stop it to move it the other direction, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing. Here's the way to look at it to me. What if Tiger Woods had done the exact same thing? Can you imagine the uproar? Well, he, if he had he, done that. Well, he did the same thing at the Masters. I mean, he 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 mismarked yeah. his, when he dropped his ball uh, when he went in the water, and then. And then he was caught doing it, and they let him continue playing the golf tournament. I mean, listen, and there was a huge uproar about it, and there was at least some doubt as to whether it was intentional. There was no sure. doubt on this thing. I mean, it would have been a huge uproar had Tiger done that. But Phil Mickelson is a beloved guy by most people who follow golf, and they just kind of laughed it off. And hey, you know, okay, for me, it just made it more fun. Because, you know, the tournament kind of got crazy on Saturday. It looked like at that point Dustin Johnson was going to run away with it. He didn't, of course. But but uh, it just made it more fun and more interesting. But, you know, if it had been me, you're right. If I had been an official in charge of mandating the rules at that moment, I probably would have disqualified him. And let's switch gears over to the Seahawks. I know it's almost around the corner here, and you'll be over there covering it, and like everybody else. What are some of the, as we're a few weeks away from it starting, besides Earl Thomas, and that's going to dominate training camp, what are, I guess, what is everyone's 
biggest kind of takeaways or storylines as we lead yeah. up to training camp? First of all, I want to say that the this team's popularity is just absolutely amazing. Once again today, they have they open the window to get your tickets for spring training for the twelve or thirteen days, however many that it's open. And what it sells out in I don't know two hours or twenty minutes yeah. or I don't know what it was. No, Ninety nothing, minutes, basically. Yeah. The tickets are completely gone. I mean, this people in this town absolutely worship this team, and I love it. That's great. That's a great thing. So they still they still believe. So what's the big take for me going into this? I mean, I, I the big take for me is to find out whether or not their offensive line can be any good. And there's really no way to know for most of it because so many practices are, are non-hitting, really. There'll be a few now where we'll see, but really it'll take going into – the preseason games where we know whether or not this newly aligned offensive line can be decent. To me, that has been, even in the good years, even in the two Super Bowl years, that still was the weakest, weakest link of this team. And it really has been throughout this entire era. So can they now, with some of the young guys that they're going to play that they expect to be really good, like Ethan Postick, now with getting DJ Fluker, who's a real road grader kind of guy, can, and now full year with Dwayne Brown, can they be a decent offensive line where they can get back to running the football well and make Russell Wilson the quarterback he needs to be? That, that's the biggest – there's so many questions with this team. But to me, that's the biggest question mark. Can their offensive line be better than average? And, well, I don't know. The other big question for the next month or month and a half or so for NFL team, not quite month and a half, about month, is uh, can our guys stay out of trouble? Because this is really yeah. the longest stretch where they're, they're without any kind of supervision <laughs> – this is where we start getting the good stuff. The good stuff will come out this month. There was no question about it. Even Pete always talks about that, by the way. On the last day of minicamp, he always goes, you know, uh, now's the time for these, for these guys are on their own, and we want them to do the right thing and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of his little message to them, said, guys, don't do anything stupid. Please don't make us be in the news. You know, you've got – you're talking about 90 men – between the age pretty much of 22 and 28 for the most part that are have some money in their pocket and the chances of something happening are pretty good <laughs> not you know something happening that's not uh, on the up and up their chances are pretty good when you have that many young men with money something might just happen so then it, he always worries about it every team worries about it and we're going to hear something you know hopefully not with the seahawks but some team some guy's going to do something dumb in some nightclub or something like that so it's just it's inevitable it's inevitable and i think that the nfl gets a little bit of a bad rap about it because the truth is if you took a group of whatever it is a thousand young men mostly single in their mid-20s that have money to do whatever they want to do bad stuff's going to happen to some of those guys i mean you know it's silly not to think it will what do you got coming up what's the topic du jour saturday what's your mount rushmore you know i'm debating a few things on the mount rushmore i'm thinking about just going completely rogue you know you guys always make me hungry every time i listen to your show you're talking about food you're talking about beer that's the show all that kind of stuff we got nothing else going on for us terry well but thankfully you did i did have a truffle yesterday it was outstanding from john howie oh my gosh that was so good so that's the best thing about coming in after your show if i'm actually there but but i thought about just doing a thing on uh the mount rushmore of best things to do in the Seattle-Tacoma area, or maybe the four best restaurants. 
I'm just going completely rogue on this thing. You know what? what I'm going to guarantee you right now, Terry, you're going to get more response from that than anything you've ever done. It'll be huge. I guarantee. Oh, without question. All right, Terry. Without question. We'll check in on Saturday, 11 to 1, right here on 950KGR. Okay, guys, take care. There he is. Terry Blunt, Blunt Sports Talk there with Terry Blunt uh, joining us uh, every single Thursday at 1220. His show on Saturdays. 11 to 1. Are we not calling it Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt anymore? Uh, no, it, his show is on Saturdays is Blunt Sports Talk. Okay, when we have him when on, we on have this him on show. It's smoking, it's smoking Sports with Terry Blunt. Got it. All right. Got yeah, it. I know. It's confusing. It is. No, no. It, I was confused. Myself. It's not confusing. I think if no. you're smart, you figured this out already. All right. Uh, the We're you, me, and Furness on Tuesday are going to be out at Tumble Creek Golf Course. Yeah, for the big Russell the Wilson Russell golf Russell Wilson uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament. Mm-hmm. Raising money, great cause, Seattle Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. All right, and I want to know who I'm going to be talking to because I got to do my show prep. So I've got good questions for anybody who stops by on the Heritage Distilling text line of four nine four five one. Also, and uh, you're going to have to remind me. We're going to give away fifty bucks here shortly uh, to uh, Zeke's Pizza. We're going to ask you a specific question, something about Cliff Averill here in a moment. And if you were listening to the Cliff Averill interview, you're going to win fifty bucks there too. Uh, Zeke's Pizza. All right, here is the celebrity guest list. We have some music for this. We have a celebrity guest list music. Celebrity Mon- guest yeah, list there's music. Gotta be a cele- there's got to be something. Jackson will come up with something. Something from like this. the Love Boat. You know, like oh, when I was yeah. thinking like it, like Oscars, like red carpet music. Sure, whatever, that's good. something. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. A celebrity. Uh, we need uh, some music. A celebrity invitational uh, celebrity list. Because I'm I- telling you, there's so many. So, here we go. Perfect. Can, I hate to do this. Can I break in with breaking news? Croatia has just oh scored again. God. It's 2 nothing. The Croatians now leading Argentina. I'm going to tell you right now. Wow. If Messi is... Something should happen to Messi. <laughs> Something between uh, getting pushed off a building and being fed to the alligators. My favorite couple here, Pedro and Luciana, who work over at the Jet on the morning show. and, and They're from Argentina. Big, uh, obviously, uh, fans of the team, mm-hmm. of the country. And I, I asked what should happen to the goalkeeper. What should happen to the goalkeeper who, if the first goal is he didn't kick it far enough and it was intercepted by the, the Croatian player and he immediately shot it in the goal. I said, is there a chance that maybe he's not with us anymore? Said, no, but this can happen to him. I can't repeat it. It was that brutal. Oh, yeah, what, I can't they, what they're it. calling for for yes. the goalkeeper is is just is beyond the, okay. the, the. Oh, that goal though, the second goal from Croatia. Go. Here wow. we go. Here, and we need the four nine four five one to tell us who we should get. Select the Russell Wilson Celebrity Invitational list. Uh, musicians, Barry Amazon from The Voice. All right. Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. I like Philip Bailey. Chris Barron from The Spin Doctors. Okay. Ray Bardo from The Voice. Uh-huh. Mark Bryan from Hootie and the Blowfish. That's not Hootie, right? No, it's not Hootie. Uh, Javier Colon from The Voice. Again, a lot of people from The Voice. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean Felber from Hootie and the Blowfish. Again, not Hootie. Another Blowfish. We got two Blowfish at this thing. Branford Marcellus. Preston Pohl. That's from... pretty weird. Branford Marcellus pretty big get yeah. there. That, that's the biggest name you've given us. Preston Pohl from The Voice. Nah, Branford Marcellus. MC Search. Rapper. MC Search. Yeah. Not familiar? All right. Confirmed athletes. Jordan Babineau. All right, that's good. Lee Elder, former PGA player. Yeah, right, right. Jason Gesser, all-time great Coog. That's a good get. Uh, Jeff Gove, a PGA player. Sure, from the area. Charlie Martin, NFL player. 
Well, if it was Charlie Allen Martin from the Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, I'd be into that. Jim McMahon, former Bear. Jim well, McMahon. That's a good celebrity right there. Top 100 golf instructor, Brian Mogg. Well, you know, I mean, I've been invited to a few of these things, too. There's always the guy down at the end. Matt Moore, former Oregon State Beaver quarterback. All right. I think with the Dolphins. Andre Reed, Buffalo Bills Ooh, standout wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. Brian Walters, I believe, from Juanita High School. A rebel. He's a rebel. And he, was a, he was a former Seahawk. What? Go Kings. Yeah. Uh, and then, can, can I just, I just noticed this now. On the Russell Wilson Celebrity Invitational list of confirmed athletes, uh-huh. Russell Wilson. Well, now that's something there that he's going to be at his own celebrity <laughs> golf tournament. That's to me, that's the kind of leadership you expect out of Mister Unlimited. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he'd do a big golf tournament and not be there. Actors and models and analysts. Uh huh. Kim Alexis is a model. All right. Let's look up Kim Alexis. You're looking up Kim right now, are you? Uh, who's Kim Alexis? Should we know who that is? She has a model type name, doesn't she? That's uh, a good name. Oh, for I know her. Yeah, who's Kim Alexis? She was in some movies, wasn't she? She's an actor in yeah. addition to being a, a model. Yeah, she also appeared with Mike Ditka in the last episode of Cheers. <laughs> really, Kim Alexis is going to be Debbie Dunning or Deb Dunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Flynn. John Howie, world famous chef, is going to be there. Well, he was just here he yesterday. Just here. That kind of that makes him one of my favorite celebrities. Kevin Sorbo, he played. What did he play? It was like a uh, who did he play? It was like a Conan, not Conan. It was something on TV like Conan. He got who did he play? Uh, Gary Valentine. Who should we? Who should be our top three celebrities that we go after? Four nine four five one. The star-studded list at the Russell Wilson Celebrity Golf Tournament. I'll give you the top three. Who do you For me, would be yeah. uh, would be Russell Wilson. Okay, would be Jim McMahon and Branford Marsalis. Let's let's assume we have Wilson. Okay, so, so McMahon, Jim McMahon, Branford Marsalis. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of who else. I'd have to look at the list again to come we up. We could with go them. with one of the 13 people from The Voice. No, so, and to me, look, there's probably some people that are really into the voice. If you're asking me personally, I, I wouldn't know any of them. I'm sure they're all you know great and all that, and it's cool that they're coming out here to support it. My but, top uh, three are yeah. Gary Valentine, uh-huh. probably Mark Bryan from Hooting the Blowfish, and Preston Pohl from The Voice. You that's, don't, you don't mean that's that. my top three. That's Text them in four nine four five one. Who should we go after on Tuesday at the Russell Wilson Celebrity Golf Tournament? Uh, Furness is out. He's sick. He's under the weather. Slickhawk is in. Wow. We'll cross talk with Slickhawk next. Zeke's. Oh, that's right, Zeke's. Thank you. This is why we pay Jackson a lot of money. Phelps is good at this. (laughs) Because I'm an idiot. Oh, you don't pay me a lot of money. Well, I'm sorry. We had Cliff Averill on earlier for his weekly visit for $50 to Zeke's Pizza. If you're, because of Cliff, the 56th person. Uh-huh. To call in at 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. We were talking to Cliff right off the bat about booze. How much gas has him? How much, what, what's your favorite beer? How much have you had to drink this morning, and, Cliff? And, and Cliff said, I don't drink a lot of beer. I like this cocktail. What was it? 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. 50 bucks. 
to Zeke's Pizza, the 56th caller with the correct answer. We'll chat with Slick Hawk next. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Stop the fight! It just continues! My, oh my! Stop the fight! Croatia uh, just scored again. They lead Argentina 3-0. Uh, it's in the 94th minute. I don't think Argentina is going to come back in this one. What was the opening line in this thing? Anyone know? Can anyone find? Can, if you can find that fast, Jackson, let me it, know because I'd love to know. I bet it isn't as Here crazy as you think, but right. it was definitely Argentina was definitely a favorite. Sure. Hold on, I'll I bet find it's it. not as crazy as you think. Hmm. I'll say with no evidence to back my. That's okay. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on some website. I'll find it here in just a second. Uh so they're uh, they're going to be out, right? Is Argentina going to be out if well, they lose this? There's a couple ways they could be in right now, but if we're looking at Son goal, of dif- we're looking at goal differential. This three nothing hurts badly. Man. That was like my best team, right? Well, you shouldn't have gone with them number one overall. They aren't the they weren't, they weren't the best we team go. overall. Here we go. But here but frankly, Argentina was supposed to make probably the quarterfinals at least, and now they've just lost three nothing to Sweet. Croatia. That's awesome. Uh, Good news for everyone. So, so we're Iceland may be through, and Argentina may be going home. How about that? That Iceland benefits from this yes. in a big way. That they, you know, and what a great story they've been. Tomorrow so. against Nigeria, eight a.m. And that will be a giant game mm. for Iceland. All right, mm-hmm. there we go. Uh, Slickhawk is here. Uh, Ian. A giant game for Iceland is a sentence I just heard. Yeah. It's never been used before. That <laughs> sentence has never been uttered it's, on a sports radio station anywhere. It's over, and uh, Croatia is uh, defeated. Uh, Argentina right now, 3 0. I just saw Pedro and Luci- uh, Luciana, who were working. They just, you can't talk to them. Well, who are from Argentina? Somebody needs to do a welfare check on Pedro. Make sure everything's okay oh, over there. I saw the him in the bathroom, studio. and he just looked devastated. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, going into this, he was oh. nervous because I, you know, they 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 got a draw with Iceland, right? right. A one-one and, draw or something like that. So they only got a point out of that, yeah. and so this was a must-win. And, yes, and Croatia's good. This is not. I mean, this is a good soccer team. They they did well last World Cup. It's shot. The result is shocking. Yeah. Three nothing is. But that they would play well. I mean, he was nervous for good reason. Well, mm. it turns out. I mean, three nil. Yeah. Goodness. What uh, besides breaking this down here in the next two hours? There's slick. What do you got yeah. coming up? Well, on it the show is that today? is on the slate. Okay. Yeah, you know, got to talk about this. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, you know, the Mariners last night didn't go so well. But rest assured, you're fine. It's gonna be okay. We'll be we'll be fine. We'll they be can't play the Yankees right. forever. They gotta true. leave eventually. Gotta talk to Seth Everett about it. Nice. Two o'clock. He's out there in New York right now. So Perfect. We'll, we'll give him. We'll have a conversation with him. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Russell Wilson. How he's gonna be used and Baker Mayfield, folks. If you like making fun of the Cleveland Browns futility, yeah, you're gonna just love keeping on. Making fun of the Cleveland Browns futility because I promise you, Baker Mayfield's not taking that thing anywhere. Slickhawk sitting in for Furness. Furness out sick. We uh, we wish him the best. Hopefully, a speedy recovery. But Slickhawk, I'm going to tell you, he's got it covered for you. Hands ten and two on the wheel. He'll be fine for the next two hours. One or three. Slickhawk uh, sitting in for the mayor, Ian Furness. We'll be back tomorrow. We think. For a Friday extravaganza show, it's a Georgetown beer Friday. More beer will be uh, will be thrown down our throats. We'll talk to you tomorrow. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you.
But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese!